Welcome to the Coach Potato Podcast, a podcast about fitness and self-development. I'm your host, Jessica Yee, and let's get into it. Today's topic is mindfulness, and what the heck is mindfulness? So based off of Google, it is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations. And it's typically used as a therapeutic technique. When we're talking about mindfulness, it's typically about being present. The reason I want to talk about mindfulness is that I'm not very good at it. And I'm guessing a lot of you aren't either, and that's okay. We're trained or taught to always look forward, think about the future, figure out what your next step is, blah, 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 or even think about the past. I think learning from the past is obviously a thing. And I think my dog is here. (laughs) Yep, she's right here. Hi, baby. Learning from the past is a very important thing. But at the same time, we tend to overthink the past and future and not enough about the present. With technology, with everything kind of going on in the world, it's been really difficult to be mindful. It's been very difficult to maintain this moment-by-moment awareness of how we're feeling, what we're doing, and just living, I guess. Not necessarily living to the fullest, but just being here and being present. A lot of people tend to not be able to just rest or even if they are working they don't enjoy the actual work sometimes they look at the clock they're like uh is it already 4 p.m yet or is it bedtime yet or is it the weekend yet instead of trying to enjoy the monday to friday or just the everyday beauty of being alive the reason why mindfulness has been on the top of my mind lately has been because like i've said before We are fostering kittens, and kittens, they're very, very mindful. (laughs) If they're hungry, they'll meow at you. If they don't want to be carried, they don't want to be carried, and like, oh my gosh, they're so cute though. If they want to play, they want to play, right? But it's not that, it's the idea of being foster parents, um, And essentially not knowing where they're going to go, who's going to take them, if we're going to take them. It's been very tempting, to be honest. And how they'll adapt to our house or how they'll adapt to if guests come or yeah, like I've I've never felt so present in the moment until these kittens, to be honest. These kittens have really brought this whole mindfulness thing to another level. When I'm in the room with them or when I'm just around them, I feel like there are no expectations. There's just me, the two kittens, whether we play, whether we cuddle, whether we chill, whether they don't do anything with me and I just sit there. Kittens are very different than dogs, by the way. Like, I am not a very patient person apparently and you're supposed to have them come to you which is like 
something that's very, very different. And I'm just like excited to have them and cuddle them and be with them, but you have to wait till they come to you. So that's been a very interesting thing. And that has really tasted, sorry, tested my patience and obviously being mindful. Being present with them has been so nice. It feels like when I'm in the room with them, it's just me and them. The whole world kind of shuts off as long as I don't obviously bring my phone or any electronics. And it's like, yeah, I think about who might take them. Are they going to be taken together? Are we? Are they going to be split up? Are we going to keep one or two? Are we going to... like? I always do think about these things, but then when I'm in there with them, I just think about them and that present moment, and it's been blissful. It's weird not to think about that because we grow up thinking about our next step, right? We we turn 18. What, where are you going to school? What are you taking in school? What are you going to do after your job? Or like after you get married, it's like, when are you going to have kids? What is the timeline? What is this? What is that? And it's like, we're always asked what's the next step. And it's just like, what about now? What about the time of just being present with my husband now? Because we just got married and we didn't, we haven't really had that time together. Or when, you know, people start dating, there's a lot of talk about past relationships, which, which is fine. Like everyone needs to learn from that. And that's part of dating. But for example, even though Aaron and I were really young, like I had like a few boyfriends and I mean, it doesn't hurt less, especially when you're in high school. <laughs> of course, you're broken hearted. Um, but essentially, I had a wall in front of me or a wall in between me and Aaron because I didn't want to get hurt again. And you know, things like that where we're like, where we can't even be present with the person. And I feel like I haven't been present with Aaron until just recently. But what I'm trying to say is look to the future, have dreams and ambitions and whatever aspirations, whatever it might be, learn from the past, but also not necessarily move forward, but just be present, even if things suck right now. Another thing that's helped me stay present or mindful outside of meditating is journaling. So I've been journaling pretty consistently since January this year and I've been typing or writing on my tablet or typing on my phone which is super convenient by the way so like if you need to journal and you just want to make a note down that's that's perfect. I still use it but I really try to take out this new thing for me, paper journaling. I'm really big on electronics. I'm really big on convenience. And honestly, having this thick book of paper notebook thing and a physical like actual pen is very inconvenient. And yeah, but it has changed a lot in terms like in terms of my opinion on paper journaling. First of all, it doesn't have to be perfect. Second of all, it doesn't have to be a whole paragraph when you're paper journaling. But what's nice about paper journaling is if you turn all 
of the stuff off around you and you just focus on what you're doing at that present moment, it does feel like a huge mindfulness exercise. You not only talk about maybe what you did that day, but currently what's in your head, like what your thoughts are. And it doesn't even have to be like anything deep. It doesn't have to be anything, like it doesn't even have to make sense. I think if you need to try or improve mindfulness and meditating hasn't been working or I wouldn't suggest fostering necessarily just to feel this sense of mindfulness. Um, but essentially, try journaling. Another thing that has worked for me is um, when I'm very anxious and then I ruminate. My therapist taught me a long time ago, which has kind of helped ground me. Or if I'm in the middle of like a panic attack or anxiety attack, um, it's like using your five senses. Like, like, let's say, look at something, be like, okay, that's, that's a camera. Okay, cool. Those are my eyes. Two, taste something. I don't know, maybe grab some Listerine. I don't know, piece of gum. Good. Smell something. Okay, the cat's litter box smells great. <laughs> um, touch the heat from this glass, this coffee mug. Listen. Take a second. Listen to what's around you, even if it's quiet, um, and label that. That has always kind of helped me calm down and bring myself back to earth, I guess, like, and keep myself grounded that this is where I am right now and to be present. Outside of the kittens and me trying to be more mindful, mindfulness, was mindfulness is something that I learned from losing my mom and how I don't know like you when you lose someone and grieve it's like all you think about is how they're gone and something I realized is if we just focus on them being gone and not being thankful or grateful for who is here right now. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because it was my mom's birthday and then it was my birthday and it's hard, you know, celebrating those days. But also like you have to understand there are other people who are here willing and excited to celebrate your birthday with as well or, you know, there are other people who love you as well. Yes, I'm bringing my mom back into another episode. The reason is, is it was a big traumatic thing in my life that has taught me so many different things that I never want anyone to go through. Um, but the biggest thing is, like I said, learning how to be mindful. When she was alive, we were all so busy. You know, we went to this, to that, to this sport to that sport to this party to that event to rushed everywhere every single day or whether it was just me going to school thinking about the next thing trying to study trying to get away from home trying to do this trying to do that and not actually spending quality time with my mom so I learned that okay that is not good always thinking about the future but 
I bring this up because Mother's Day is happening and it's this weekend. And I used to kind of hate Mother's Day, obviously. But what this whole mom being dead thing has taught me is that like what I try to do when I celebrate Mother's Day nowadays, if I can, the best of my abilities is focus on the mothers that are currently around me or focus on my dad being here or focus on the fact that my brother is here. But especially on Mother's Day, a day I used to kind of resent, obviously, I really try to not bring my mom up at all. This day is about, yeah, appreciating her, maybe talking about her a little bit or feeling those feelings of sadness, but I really try to put that energy towards celebrating other mothers. I really try to put that negative energy and celebrate my mother-in-law, try to celebrate my aunts, um, try to celebrate who's basically here and who's a mother. Um, But yeah, like mindfulness has really kind of taught me that, yeah, my mom's gone, but look at how many other people are here that you can celebrate that are mothers that have taken care of you and have, you know, treated you like a daughter of their own. So essentially, the main thing of this episode is that we need to focus on the here and now, whether it be about Mother's or Mother's Day, whether it be about just being present with your friends, but we have to focus on who is here, the moment you're in right now, because that's not going to come back. Anyways, I just wanted to say to end off this episode, happy Mother's Day to you or your mothers or whoever is around you. Um, yeah, happy Mother's Day. And I hope you celebrate your mother and because they deserve it. And yeah, see you next week. Bye.